All right. We're back. Good. Hey, welcome back to Dead Trust. This is our super slacker Sunday episode. It's August 1st. I'm Hammer. This is Dusty and Gnome. What's going on, guys? I'm hating my life with this fucking yeah. technical difficulties. Um, that was pretty terrible. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, I was trying to do a multi stream through OBS, and I might have to figure out if using the same encoder for it is causing issues because uh, I'm using like a like a plugin on OBS to try to stream to Odyssey and but it for some reason it seems audio wise it was just looping it through like indefinitely and it was just yeah. a cluster fuck. This is what insanity sounds like. Yeah. Uh, in the the bad part about it is too is like um I looked into websites like Restream but they don't have an option for like Odyssey. So uh we're gonna we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna do that. I don't know how hard bastards doing it. Um, we'll we'll just have to see. Dude, I'll tell you, um, <clears throat> Alex from uh, the Conspiracy Castle, dude, he he multi streams at I think he said eleven places one time, like at the same time, and I have no clue how he does that many. But he was he was rambling a mile off, and I was just like, all right, man. More power to you. Yeah, I mean, you can do it with Restream, like, pretty easy, because the, the thing with Restream is you're using one key, one stream key, and the actual website is handling all the bandwidth, not just your encoder and your bandwidth. Um, so so it's it's a lot easier to do it that way. And I would do it that way. I, I made a Restream account, but it doesn't use Odyssey. So... Uh, that's that's kind of the the bad case with it um and the the main thing we're trying to do here is move our audience over to odyssey so um because yeah. i mean i'm sure i can set up a, like i well i know i can i can set up a stream just like we do with youtube specifically for odyssey but uh i i mean we kind of need our audience to know and make the the trek over there because uh we'll be honest with you guys um <clears throat> well we got a strike the other day on youtube and uh thanks gnome yeah yeah part of it was my fault and i, I guarantee you that part of it out. yeah <laughs> part of okay so so every bit of it was um um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh the reality of the situation is is that um and it, pretty much anybody who's our audience would know this already. You know, the longevity of YouTube for people like us, um, it, it's just not there. Um, we're, you know, people like us are actively being kicked off the platform, even for the most mundane of things. And uh, I think, uh, you know, I think, I think going over to something like Odyssey um, is a really good deal. I think it's as far as, platforms go for streaming and uploading videos um it has the best you know interface the best integrations i mean we can integrate our youtube videos into it and it populates i mean there's just all kinds of stuff we can do with it um you know getting paid in a cryptocurrency that appreciates over time um is a big deal too because i mean the channel is like can even be treated like an investment for us um where we just uh, you know, hodl our fucking payment and, you know, 
it inflates over time in price and and that helps us out a lot too so um you know that that's the deal i mean in the future um i really think we're kind of looking towards just mainstream and odyssey um well not only that i mean i think it's uh we should bring up the the fact that we have an rss feed and we're on places like spotify google Podcasts, and some other platforms uh for the audio version too i know a lot of people are like me um i'd say 90 percent of the podcasts that i listen to i don't listen to live and it comes back when i'm in the car you know uh all day at work yeah for me, things like that's what i'm yeah. listening to so um that's something that we haven't really had uh until this weekend so uh you could find us i mean even if you just thanks, google thanks to me <clears throat> yeah no yeah <laughs> see, and just... i firmly planted us, ourselves on gnome's back and <laughs> he mm -hmm. did all the fucking work uh, uh but yeah we but do yeah. we do we do have the rss feed now so it, it does not matter what podcast platform you're on if we're not populated on it yet or not um if you're in our discord which most of you who are here are um you know i i put under i made an information such a section on the discord um that's stickied and uh you can find the rss feed website and all that stuff on there so whatever podcast app that you like that's your favorite um you know it's not a big deal you can use that input the rss feed into it and uh listen to our stuff you know, as we upload it, because uh, I'll be uploading all the audio versions to it um, at the end of every show. It And like I said, that shows up right now on Spotify, on the RSS feed website that we have. And, uh, you know, it'll be on a bunch of other stuff, too. Google Podcast, um, uh, just everywhere. It's spreading out yeah, right now. For the, uh, for the people that don't or are not members of the Discord and don't use Discord, just... Uh, Type in Dead Dress Podcast in Google and rss.com will be the first uh, link that shows up. And that's where uh, you can go. Uh, just click on that link and you can go in there and then copy RSS feed. And then you can plug it into whichever player that you're using. I know if you like, <clears throat> I had to do it for uh, Google Podcast today. And uh, it's a little bit tricky on, I guess, where the actual input is. But if you use Google Podcasts, the apps, you go over to activity and then go up to the uh, top right-hand screen, click the three dots, and in the drop-down menu, there'll be a place that says import RSS feed. So you can do it like that. But, I mean, each one's a little bit different. But, uh, like I said, if you just type in uh, Dead Trust Podcast in Google, it's going to be RSS feed dot or RSS.com uh, should be the first link that pops up and that's where you'll find it. All right, then go out I there, guess, do it. That's the business, <clears throat> the business out the way, Dan. Um, the other thing I'm going to mention. Uh, so we're looking in, I mean, you know, it <laughs> takes, it takes money guys. It takes money to run this kind of stuff. Um, you know, I'm personally, paying out of pocket to host cloud servers for us rss feeds for us you know website stuff all kinds of stuff i mean there's a lot of money going out every month and uh uh we're kind of looking into uh, options of like patreon and uh, it's you know it's never going to be a requirement it's never going to be something um 
but for the future, um, everybody who's in Discord right now, um, we're kind of going to do a model a little bit like uh, I think OBDM did. You know, you're grandfathered in. You're here. Yeah, never going to ask money. But uh, in the future, listeners, um, we're going to offer a $1 Patreon. Um, that'll get you access to the Discord. And then uh, we'll figure out some other stuff. You know, for other tiers, but uh, there will be a Patreon coming um, soon to support us. Because, uh, like I said, man, guys, it costs a lot of money. You know, between equipment and all the uh, hosting on different websites and stuff, it's not. I, we're 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 doing it for negative money right now. So uh, you know, <laughs> out of the out of the uh, love for the game and the goodness of her heart. So you know, we ask you to take it. Take a little look at that later on. Cup of coffee, guys. Cup of coffee. <laughs> E-begging <clears throat> completed. <laughs> I love I love how a lot of podcasts will be like, oh, I mean, you spend that much on a cup of coffee every day. You know. I don't I give a shit. I mean, I don't give a shit, you know, donate or not. I'm just, I'm laying it out. There, <laughs> yeah. you know? The yeah. fact is, is that a lot of money does go out to do this and you know we ain't getting nothing in return and with the fact that all the uh platforms are deplatforming and demonetizing everybody i mean it just makes it harder so certainly does yeah i love the fact checkers did you see where uh facebook threw the fact check up on uh somebody had posted a a, a link from the cdc and then it was given a fact check with CDC information on it, I mean, this is a great the world. That the fact checkers <laughs> shows up showed up right when the truth started getting out. Yeah, the saying I'm seeing. Do people find those any kind of trustworthy? Like, uh, when I hear fact checker, it's just like, uh, uh, you know, NGO propaganda group. Yeah, which means just government propaganda group. And all the all the like the all the shit that Snopes was getting into behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I people hear fact check, and that's enough <laughs> for them, I guess. It's like the magic phrase. Oh, trustworthy. Dude, I I don't know if the average person buys into it or not. I really don't. Um, it seems like everybody that I talk to just knows that there's something nefarious going on and uh i mean nobody in i mean obviously the circle that i'm in trust the government but it, it seems like even uh you know people that's kind of on the outside of my circle that i just meet uh it seems like everybody really has the same opinion now um nobody trusts the government at all i mean or or any of uh the people that they perceive that have this power over us so i mean they just i don't know nobody could nobody you, trusts anything could you say you see people by, by the propaganda yeah right <laughs> just your name as you like it just holding true but i'm surrounded I mean, by people who just I mean, how... fully bought into everything they you know delta variant delta variant oh we gotta start wearing masks again my children are at risk blah 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 it's yeah I, how how can you trust it though you know it's like it's it's like a constant thing of lies but there always is going to be those people who 
I feel like they're coming around. You know, it's like I, I know a couple people that uh, always feel like are coming around to the lies. You know, it's like they'll 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 start to think everything's bullshit, and then they'll get to watching their media, and uh, then they'll start to worry about. So, oh well, they talk about the Delta variant now. Well, I'm, now I'm scared. Better be careful. You're gonna get. You're gonna die of the coof. It's like <clears throat> it ain't been no different ever since. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's a flu season. It's made up propaganda. It's yeah. fucking nonsense. You're 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 getting pushed a bunch of vaccines to make money for corporations. It's the same old fucking shit over and over again. And they could give a shit about your you know health, your personal wellness. Uh, it's all just a big game. And it's a game for control to push the new the new new world order, the great reset, and to make a bunch of money for the pharmaceutical industry. So I don't, don't buy into it. You know, it's fucking <clears throat> stupid. And it's not Pfizer, I think, has made thirty billion alone so far. Uh an article that I saw the other day. Seems just low. on <laughs> Yeah, it seems yeah, it does seem low. And um uh, I think that it's just a start though, where they're going to keep pushing these boosters. And I think these boosters are going to end up being more and more expensive over time. I mean, look at the, the amount of money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, Medicare and Medicaid, like let's say a doctor would charge $150 per visit and insurance companies do this as well, but Medicare and Medicaid specifically, I know they will lowball them. So the doctor will bill $150, but then Medicare and Medicaid, they say, ah, well, you know, we have other people that are going here and we're going to pay $65 on that. And that's what the, uh, the doctors, uh, end up taking. Uh, I, I think probably <clears throat> the, the same thing is going on with the pharmaceutical companies right now, where the government is paying for the majority of these, because I don't know government uh, of anywhere that I've heard uh, anybody's had to pay out of pocket for any of these shots at all. Only the taxpayers. You know? yeah, yeah, except for the taxpayers. About $100 per. Real quick, uh, X-Cubed was saying in chat that the uh, um, Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are uh, are raising in price for their third booster shot in the EU. So Yeah. I mean, and that's the big thing they're pushing now too. It's like, well, the the first the first couple ones don't work, so uh, uh, you yeah. know, you, you need to get your booster. It's it's, I I know you know equating things to video games is a bit of a fucking meme, um, uh, but in reality, you know, if you ever played the first Deus Ex, the whole premise behind it is, uh, you know, there's. There's a virus called the Gray Death, and it's basically nanites um, that that tear your body apart, and they come up with a basically a, a vaccine for it called Ambrosia. And uh, you know, you've only got a certain amount of time. You got to keep getting boosters over and over and over and over again. And you're basically it was a way that the government used to control people. Essentially, you know, you uh, you got to play good. You got to you know cuck to them or else you uh you die because you can't get your dose of ambrosia and uh you know part of me wonders how much of uh you know part of me really does wonder how much you know they're just gonna keep manufacturing new stuff i mean because it doesn't seem bad now but what if it does you know what if what if they do release some kind of fucking 
crazy bioweapon or something that is strong, that's a crazy variant of it, and you're going to be dependent on their little vaccine and their booster over and over and over again. And, you know, with the whole idea that's kind of been, you know, we, we've been kind of going towards this in a way, I think, a uh, CCP-style social credit score system. And uh, I think we approach that every day. And I mean, all our tech companies went over to China and helped to build it. So they certainly yeah. know how. Yeah. And I mean, with the with the cancellations and, the you know, you're not being a good boy. Um, you know, how far does that go when you're not compliant and you're not saying the right, you know, you're 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 participating in wrong think. And then they start denying you boosters to the extremely deadly virus. You know, it's like. That that's kind of where I think this goes. I mean, it's it's a it's a you know a way to control the population to get them to do what they want to be to get them to be the good boy for the government. And uh, if your social credit score or your online presence with wrong think isn't right, then uh, we'll just we'll just close your bank accounts. We'll just uh, deny you the ability to get you know. Uh, the, our little booster for the uh, manufactured virus. I think you know, they're I mean, doing that with this one. I don't think they ever need to release an actual deadly anything. Look, look at what they've done with this one. They can do everything they want with nothing. I don't think they'd bother spending the money or putting the effort in when they can just fucking lie their asses off and achieve the same effect. People will be taking boosters. Yeah. That'll be it. I mean, they could only get half the population that probably doesn't uh, fit their plans exactly. But um, well, and it's it's just going to keep coming out, you know, that there's a new variant every yeah every two months. I mean, they, and, they came out with more in the first month. It was, it was epsilon and mm -hmm. gamma. And if you they, want, if they, you don't want to wear the mask and you want to have a social life, you better get your shot. Yeah, and it. it not anymore, you know, dude. Get the shot. Wear a mask now. Yeah, that's the thing, and and I just, <clears throat> I dude, I don't understand why people aren't fighting back like they are in other countries. Um, We're too spread out. Yeah, I, I think that that has a lot to do with it. Um, like when France riots, is, all of France can riot. The U.S. Mm -hmm. is so brainwashed by the fourth branch of the government, aka the media. So uh, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's yeah, just there's really too bad, there's too many compliant people. I mean, it, you, they they want to talk about how there's such a, you know, pushback or resistance to this country yeah. that there's this right wing extremist and stuff. But it's like, man, there's a lot of people who, even on the right, you know, will tune into Fox News every night and watch it and eat up every word of the fucking propaganda. Yeah, and, they all got their shots. Yeah, they all went out and got the shots, the boosters. Yeah. They they believe it all to the T. You know, it's like yeah. it it it's the word of God to these fucking people. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Um You know, and, and that's that's you know, that's the way I kind of see it is uh you know, people people spend way too much time um, you know, listening to all the propaganda for for anybody and, here and not knowing it's that. propaganda well because the, the united states is really unique in the sense that uh you know we've we've spent so much time as a society over the decades um with the patriotic idea 
you know, and they've used it against us because Americans yeah. are patriotic. You know, they love their country. They're proud of it. I mean, now you can see a lot of kids in the mainstream that want to destroy the country and, and hate everything about America. But the point is, is for many decades, you know, you could argue we were one of the most patriotic countries. Uh, we'd do anything for America. And you create a boogeyman and we'd be right on board to fight against it. And uh, they've used that against us. And they've, they've, they've used the idea of, like, listening to the media about these boogeymen and these different things um, against the patriotic folks, you know, because it's like, if I don't listen to this or if I'm against the government or if I'm whatever, I'm not an American patriot. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a, you know, it, 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 and that's, I think that's kind of one of the things that's a bit shitty because it's, uh, you know, it's like, I, I want to be an American patriot. You know, I love the country. I love the country I live in. Um, I still think it's the greatest place you could live, even with all its flaws. But, you know, it, it, there's also the idea of, uh, going a little too far and believe in propagandists and stuff that want uh, ill will towards you on on a daily basis. And uh, they definitely use that patriotic aspect of it to control you. So, Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, anybody who was alive during post-9-11 era, you get to see very well how patriotism was weaponized. Because it was either, you know, you're on board attacking a country that had nothing to do with the supposed incident, or you were with the terrorists. Um, I remember in high school, people were slapping the, the bomb Iran stickers all over their vehicles, like like it meant something. Yeah. Asking them, how were they involved again? Do you know anything about what happened? Yeah, <clears throat> it, they're involved because Israel doesn't like them. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, oh, it's funny how all of those countries surrounding our greatest allies just seem to be trouble targets for us we got to protect that multi-billion dollar investment by the Whatever way don't the mind me i'm gonna eat some empanadas <laughs> that'd be great to listen to um, hey you can't hear it <laughs> where were you guys during when uh you heard about 9 <clears throat> um you know, the the funny thing about it was is that I think I was sick. Um, I called in sick, you know, from school. And uh, I was sitting in the living room. I had just moved to Arkansas, actually. I remember it like it was yesterday. Just moved to Arkansas. Was living in an apartment. And uh, called out sick from school. Was sitting there in the morning on the futon in the living room. And... Uh, Watched all the shit go live on on national television, and uh, it was fucking wild, man. You know, because I mean, at that time, I think I may may have been like probably eleven, eleven years old. I was sixteen, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was a it was a crazy time because uh, you know, at, at that time you're you're still young. I mean, like for me, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit younger than both of you guys, and. Uh, I was still pretty innocent to a lot of the shit that was going on in the world. You know, I was still playing my video games and riding my bike and doing all that shit at that time and didn't really think much about politics or anything that was happening. So, uh, 
you know, when they said shit went down and shit was happening, you know, it, it was kind of one of those, you know, you you believe it, you know, you believe it. And we had a real enemy. We had a, you know, it, but at the end of the day, you know, you look at it as you get older and it's like, all this shit was bullshit. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's bullshit. Well, it's kind of a callback to what I was just talking about. You know, America always has to have a boogeyman to exploit the uh, patriot aspect of the people who live here. And, you know, to push whatever agenda you want or whatever you're going to do, you know, you got to you got to create that boogeyman for them. And I still to this day, you know, believe that uh, all that was manufactured by our own fucking country. I mean, the weirdness about, you know, the fact that there was, you know, training going on at the actual time of 9-11 for the actual thing that was going on. So none of the troops, none of the Air Force guys, nobody knew anything yeah. was, was actually going on. You know, they thought it was all an exercise. You know, it's it's just, it's way too convenient, man. NORAD being shut down. As well as like a thousand other things, I was I was in history of film class, and uh, I remember the principal came over the PA and she gave a very incoherent recollection of the events that just had taken place. But I summed up that you know America had been attacked and the rest of the day didn't matter. So once that bell rang, I ditched the ditched the rest of the day and headed home. But my mom was watching the television. She was fucking you know crying in front of it because apparently strangers dying can affect women it's just yeah, alien emotion to me <laughs> yeah and when i was in school you know one of my teachers actually had a sister who died in the twin tower she worked there hmm. so uh it was a little closer to home for me just because of that um you know i wasn't emotionally invested in it other than the fact that you know, at the time I was a, well, and still am, like I said, a patriot, you know, to the country, but it, it was a, it was an attack on the nation. And then knowing somebody who lost family members, you know, that close, having a teacher that lost a sister, you know, it was kind of a big deal. So I got suspicious pretty early on because of the whole Pentagon thing. The, shoddy footage and what they said happened and there's that the photos of all those people walking that giant blue tarped box out um holding it over their heads and they claimed it was some part of the part of the plane i don't know just none of it made sense well yeah i mean i if you if you analyze the footage the security stuff and the stuff that was released from the gas station across the street and all that yeah. shit I mean, there was no plane that hit the Pentagon. I don't give a fuck what anybody no. says. Uh, or the engine was... impact marks. Those things yeah. weigh tons. <laughs> the Yeah, the engines in every plane crash in history are left behind. They yeah. Don't those... they, don't, they don't disintegrate. Those I mean, there's right into the building. And there was weird oddities, too. Like, there was wreckage from planes that uh, weren't even a 747. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, the, the, it's just the kind of like they just... It's kind of like they just laid it out on the lawn and was like, yep, yep, here's a plane wreckage. Um, yeah, some salvage from another plane wreck. I remember even early on, <clears throat> there was a um, a guy that I, I actually saw the footage of him saying it, 
either in an interview or somebody's like, you know, home recording that he was saying that it looked like a missile had came in to the Pentagon. And uh, after a year or two, that kind of got scrubbed and you really didn't see it anywhere. Uh, in, the, in New York, all the people on the street claiming that they heard explosions going off. Yeah. Strange accounts that didn't fit into the official narrative. And then they're totally ignoring the falling of building the uh, building five and six. The two other buildings that fell the same way that nobody talks about. Tower seven. Or was it building seven? Right. Seven. seven. It was six, six and seven. Uh, I think six is the one that. Um, oh, Lord, had the. Uh, the task force, what's well, not the Phoenix tax force. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but there was some some task force that was going on, and I think it it was uh, they were they were doing like forensic accounting or something uh, inside of uh, that building, and uh, that may have had some of the information about the uh, trillions of dollars that Donald Rumsfeld was talking about the day before. So, yeah. just. How could yeah, anybody building, believe that was an honest event? Yeah, then in Building Seven and like what, like a, it was like a CIA or NSA base in it, and they just like fucking leveled that due to fire damage. Even though it, it just fell on n- it, nothing touched it, and it just collapsed at free fall, like Silverstein or whatever the hell that guy's name. Yeah, who talking about pulling it? Well, yeah, I mean Silverstein, you know, owned the Twin Towers and pulled out a fucking uh, insurance against terrorism a week before yeah. the whole thing happened. That's just He made bank. Yeah, and he claimed it double on on t- <laughs> you know, it's right, like Right, yeah. Two separate I mean, events. Yeah, it, it's just crazy. Anybody who actually believes that there was any legitimacy to all that. I mean, there's just too much shit that adds up that that shows that it's fucking insane. Um, you know, and there were some of the other ones that happened like weird uh hacking wire transfers uh of a bunch of money like minutes before the planes hit um you know all the gold out of the vaults missing uh there's just man it, it's it was it was insane uh, it, as far as i'm concerned it was uh it was beneficial to a lot of people in the sense that uh a lot of people made money from it you know the gold stolen the money transfers that that weren't tracked down um covering it up from the company that did data recovery um you know covering that up out of existence and then the fact that you uh launched baby bush into uh fulfilling daddy bush's uh yeah you know shit that he started decades prior to it you know and then you have just so much other shit that's involved too like all the pictures of uh u.s troops guarding you know poppy fields and all that stuff and then all of a sudden there's a opiate and heroin epidemic in the u.s after all of it i mean it's just there's a lot of criminal shit that went on and a lot of fucking criminal people who made a fuck ton of money off of that situation fucking right they did Oop, we lose uh, Dusty? I think we lost Dusty. Oh, uh, no, he is. 
internet just went out for a second. All right, let me let me get it all fixed up for you. Where were you, Dusty? Um, I was uh, I had dropped out of high school in eleventh grade, and mm. <clears throat> I was going to Gaston College uh, in the adult high school program there, and um. I was standing outside getting ready to go into class and uh, there's like a covered shelter or whatever out there. And I was, I was standing out there and somebody came out and uh, they were like, something's going on. Uh, uh, airplane had just crashed into one of the buildings in New York. And uh, so uh, uh, they they ended up not like changing classes because uh, that was going on, and basically everybody was uh, watching <clears throat> watching it on TVs in the classrooms. So I went to the uh, the the room for the next class that I would have been in, and uh, saw the second um, plane hit live. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 15 minutes after that happened, I guess somebody came over to the PA. It was kind of like a principal or whoever was in charge of that building because they had like the uh, GED program in that building too. So they had somebody that, that was over like, you know, the two programs there. And uh, they, they came on and said that we weren't going to be having classes for the rest of the day that uh, uh, within, I think around 11 o'clock is when everybody was released. But um that i remember going home and it, it it was like everybody had got off of work um because around that time i mean you know normally there would be a decent amount of traffic on on the the roads um but it was extremely congested i know it took me uh probably 15 or 20 minutes longer to get home that day and uh, I remember every single radio station that I was flipping through. Um, that's that's all that they were talking about. And uh, I got home, and uh, me and my mom were down in the rec room, kind of watching it. But you know, every single channel that was that was it. Um, and God Almighty, I remember just for weeks, if not months afterwards, it was just live coverage and that's all all that uh was on the tv was just you know them them cleaning up and dishing out their propaganda and uh that i i knew i knew something something was going up going on you know fairly early but uh the patriot act i think is what really uh got my conspiratorial mind working over time well, that was the bread uh, and butter of the whole situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's what it all comes down to. The, well, that's not. I I think Bush's reaction, watching that video of Bush's reaction, because they played that a lot. Um, when the guy came in, he whispered in his ear, he gave that little head nod, and then he came back to tell him the second plane hit, and then he was just kind of motionless. And uh, just kind of stared off and and kind of nodded his head just a little bit like that. Uh, he wasn't surprised, you know. And and is that a sign he, of a a great leader? I, exactly. Is that's the thing? Is that a sign of a great leader? Because you know um, he was cool, calm, and collected, and 
maybe he was just thinking thinking of uh, his different options before he gave his press conference. Or to me, the look that he had <clears throat> was that he knew about it, and he was thinking something along the lines of "Damn it, Cheney!" You know that it it had probably been floated around, and it wasn't one of the things that that he actually pulled the trigger on, but it was his dad's cronies. Uh, that were involved in Halliburton and all these other, uh, the Bechtel family and all them that we've talked about. It was uh, those, uh, the ones that profited off of uh, the wars to come, you know, Halliburton, especially the amount of money that they made. Uh, my God. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that uh, Bush so much had uh, a lot to do with it on actually giving a say, so, okay, let's do this. So I think that there was a, a little bit of uh, surprise or shock with that look on his face. I think that, you know, he knew it could happen and he probably knew that it was going to happen, but not when. And uh, when it happened, I think he was like, huh, eh. that's uh, that's daddy's daddy's buddies right here that uh, that did this, you know. Right those career politician guys and uh, the ones with the real money that are just kind of setting back, uh, pulling the strings and calling the shots. Yeah, he's just a totally empty shell and he, a response for such a thing wasn't programmed into him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Personally, I think the guy is super smart. I think he played an idiot on purpose. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he he knew how to he was smart enough to know that he needed the uh the good old boys on the side, you know, the the working man. <clears throat> and uh I think he he dumbed it down a lot for um for votes. Well, just so. okay, just look at it, okay, his background. And you can take it for what it what it what it is, but I mean, you're talking about a guy who had degrees from both Harvard and Stanford, was a Rhodes mm -hmm. Scholar, was part of Skull and Bones. You know He was a, a, a pilot. Yeah, there and there's there's literally proof that uh you know he bought the ranch and became a you know hardcore Southern boy Texan right before the election just to appeal to the fucking crowd. Yeah, yeah he's you know, from Connecticut. He tried to talk stupid and, and act like an idiot, but it's like after his presidency, have you ever heard him talk? Like, he sounds like a fucking genius. Uh, I mean, the the guy was far from an idiot. Uh, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew what crowd he was playing to. He knew he, how, how he had to talk. And mm -hmm. In a way, it's kind of the same thing I feel with like a, like a Donald Trump figure. You know, he played to a crowd specifically. He He didn't talk all fancy and politician and and you know businessman he you know he dumbed it down and played to a to a crowd um all these people i don't give a fuck what anybody says you know it's, it's the same with trump if you actually think that guy was on your side if you think that he was you know some sort of savior to the political world he was another puppet playing another position playing another game just like all these fucking people do if anything, he expanded, and I went over this in one of our earlier episodes when I talked about, you know, BlackRock. I mean, dude, the dude just filled, you know, 
all the people, all the positions around him with BlackRock and Goldman Sachs people. I mean, the guy wasn't, you know, it's not like he was the for the common man. He had an agenda of his own. And uh, like I said, I think he was playing a part. And it's the same thing that that, that Bush did. You know, you, you play the part. You, you sound like you connect with the with the everyday man. And in reality, you're full of shit. You know, and that that's that's all there was to it. That guy was not stupid. <laughs> he was really smart. Um, his daddy was really smart. You know, they're, 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 they're not a stupid family. They're not stupid people. They have lots of wealth, lots of power, lots of connections, and have done a lot of spook shit over the years. <laughs> so It's funny that sure. all, all three of us remember where, uh, where we were when 9-11 happened, but Daddy Bush can't remember where he was when JFK was shot. Everybody yeah, I know where he was. Alive when that happened. Knows I know where he were. was. He was. He, he was, was standing, in Dallas, standing. On, yeah, standing there watching it. <laughs> it yeah, there was a there is an analyze. Uh, someone did an like analyzed a, a photo. I mean, you can see uh. a sil- you can see a silhouette. But uh, yeah, Daddy Bush was standing right there. Uh, if you ever look at Bush, he has this classic mannerism where he cocks his hand, his right hand, in his pocket. I got cat issues. Hold on. <laughs> but he he cocks his right hand in his pocket all the time every time he stands mm-hmm. somewhere it's something that he's always done it's a mannerism he always holds and someone you know analyzed the silhouette of a photo and there's a gentleman there with the same skull structure same height same body style and someone cocking their hand in their fucking pocket yeah uh he was standing right there watching the whole thing because the CIA was and the CIA and the mafia were all part of the fucking assassination of Kennedy. It's it's plain as day. That motherfucker helped do it. And uh, he was right there to witness it all and see it all and see his plans fucking play out how they needed to. And the other incredible thing during the Kennedy thing was uh, there just so happened to be a... <clears throat> see, I'm, I'm of the opinion that to fuck the uh, autopsy and... You know, the forensics evidence, they did a body swap. And uh, w- one reason I submit this is that um, the day of the uh, the day of the assassination, a few minutes afterwards, there is a police officer that was randomly killed by someone in the street. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody just came up to the guy and shot him in the head. And uh, everybody nicknamed this guy Kennedy because this police officer looked just like John F. Kennedy. And uh, I think the whole reason that, you know, they shot that fucking guy and killed that police officer. And the the thing about it is, too, is that nobody saw his body like the, he, you know, he didn't have a standard autopsy or a funeral, a funeral or anything like that. They just, I mean, he just kind of disappeared after he got killed. Well, that would explain the fight with over the body with the secret service after that, when they basically took it from the hospital to put it on air force one. And then that would also explain why they had that one celebrity autopsy doctor to the stars that have done all these suspect autopsies on people here that he did. He's the one that did the Floyd autopsy uh, was his latest one. I can't remember what his name was, but yeah, I mean that, that would all, tie in together with what you're saying if uh that is the case yeah because i mean they hire these same crooked fucking people who work for these Mm -hmm. guys who 
pull off these giant conspiracies. And, uh, you know, if it works, it works. If they can dupe people, they, they'll keep the same people in it, you know? And, I mean, you got something over them because it's like they're, you know, they're they're part of it. They're not going to expose themselves. They're not going to come out and expose anybody else because they're part of the conspiracy. So right. they keep these same fucking guys on the payroll. They do their bidding. They get, a pay, uh, you know, a good payoff. And uh, they ain't going to talk because, you know, they've pretty much committed treason. So why would they say anything? Yeah. Um, But yeah, with the Floyd situation, too, it's just, you know, it's really odd that they hire somebody who did the the Epstein autopsy to do the Floyd autopsy. I mean, that does not, you know, that (laughs) that seems all sorts of glow, if you ask me. A bunch of weird instances like that, like they have the same fucking psychologist that what was that the florida shooter one of the schools yeah. down there that shoot they were the same psychologist for timothy mcveigh or some weird connection like that you see a lot of the same people popping up during these various events surprise surprise well it's speaking Please of psych- my bros speaking of psychologist stuff too um you know it's like when when they tried to pin it on Lee Harvey Oswald, who, in my opinion, had nothing to do with any of it, um, that that's been bullshit since the beginning. Um, you know, they had a psychologist who worked for the CIA, who worked with part of MK Ultra, who went in and did a uh, yeah yeah, and, and this is factual shit. You can you can find the the stuff yourself on it. The psychologist who went in and analyzed. Um, you know Lee Harvey Oswald after after he was you know taken in was a guy who worked on the MK Ultra project and the thing that was really odd is that Lee Harvey Oswald claimed that he had no idea what he did um that mm-hmm. was one of the statements he, he had no idea he did it he had no idea he was a part of it you know he was completely oblivious to the fact same with the guy who shot John Lennon same exact kind of mannerism. Seer hunt, seer hunt. Which is, to me, was a uh, obvious, you know, MK Ultra, you know, Manchurian candidate type situation. And, uh, you know, you got people who are obviously in the CIA involved with the whole situation, and then they're playing, you know, the control, going in and doing the interviews and, and you know, manipulating the evidence and doing everything else. And then, uh, you know, when it seems like Lee Harvey Oswald's going to talk, you know, uh, you have uh, a mafia member just, yeah, Ruby, Jack Ruby, just shoot the fucking guy in the street, you know, and it's like, well, you know, we're taking care of the evidence. (laughs) Chapman, Hammer Chapman is Mark David Chapman, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, He he shot one of the other Kennedys. The, the brother i can't think of. yeah he wasn't this he wasn't as successful assassin because they only had two names that was yeah the successful yeah. ones uh, three names yeah the other weird thing about the kennedy reagan case is... Who shot reagan well no no other... no he he shot the kennedy in the hotel um yeah. was it bobby bobby's the one bobby, that got shot, yeah. right yeah yep but the other weird thing about the kennedy case too is that uh if you look at um flight records and history at the time um the day of the assassination, um, there was eight people who flew into Dallas, and uh, one of them was a known Cuban assassin. And uh, yeah, 
you know, there was a bunch of people who were involved with, uh, you know, intelligence agencies from different countries, people who were known assassins, all kinds of shit, who all just seemed to show up. Um, eight different people, you know, who all just seemed to show up the day of in in, in Dallas. So I mean, it, it, and there's a there's yeah there's a there's a good documentary out there too. Um, I suggest anybody check out. It was it was really well done, and it kind of deep dives into all this stuff. And it's uh called uh, JFK to nine eleven. Everything is a rich man's trick, and uh, you know it it goes pretty pretty in depth about these characters and you know different things involved with it and the involvement with the uh, the CIA and the mafia and the JFK situation, and its ties to Cuba and industrialists who. Uh, had a bunch of stake and uh, money in Cuba, and uh, you know when when Castro got in the you know power, um, he basically took about eighty percent of these uh, industrialist lands away. Like uh, Coca Cola, for instance, owned a big portion of the land for sugarcane over in uh, Cuba, and Castro, you know, stripped all that land away and basically said, you know, you're not going to fuck our people. Um, you're not going to exploit us. Uh, you get this much and, you know, you can pay us for the other part. Um, and this is some stuff that also goes, it, it involves with the uh, guy, there, there was that documentary too, um, Confessions from a, uh, what was that? Economic, economic, economic hitman. Hit, yeah, yeah. And this kind of stuff is discussed in that too. Um, but I mean, it's like, it's, it, a lot of it involves, you know, doing this stuff because, billionaire industrialists were going to lose money and uh mafioso practices you know we're going to get shut down and lose money and i mean i i think you know you you look at kennedy obviously the guy wasn't perfect you know he wasn't um potentially insane of, with addison's disease yeah i mean you're looking he would, at that angle over yeah i mean he wasn't somebody who you would call the most mod uh model citizen ever but uh I think he was one of the good ones, and uh, they they knew that, and uh, they got rid of him. <laughs> hey, I do want to ask a question. Since we uh, have the majority of the same people that are in chat, uh, <clears throat> almost every show in here tonight, mm. where, were you, where were you guys at on Thursday night? Uh, I mean, if you comment <laughs> in chat. No, I mean, I, I'm not being oh, a no, seriously. Yeah. I, I seriously want to know good. if it was – did do you guys normally like um uh, rely on notifications for for the show or did y'all just have something going on thursday or was it a shadow ban because i personally didn't get a notification for the show nobody showed up on chat yeah yeah well yeah well actually if i go back and look there was a notification and it was for the tuesday night show yeah on that's my thursdays to. yeah so that's i'm just curious because yeah, at the end of the show we were saying well is it a shadow ban I mean, what's going on so yeah well because we had no viewers on thursday at all yeah and uh you know we did um we did receive a strike for tuesday's show for copyright stuff and that's why we're kind of wondering um you know did anybody get any kind of notification about the show whatsoever uh is that why nobody showed up or was it just you know like dusty was saying were people just busy? 
I mean, if y'all are busy and you got shit to do, that ain't a big fucking deal. But uh, we just assumed we were shadow banned because of a copyright strike. So, mm. whatevs. Are we moving away from this platform soon enough? It's, you know, we're not stopped by a wall of technical issues. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, guys, um, I know people get in, and and Hammer and I were talking about this a couple hours ago in private. You know, I, I know that uh, a lot of people kind of get stuck in their ways. They get stubborn. Um, you know, YouTube's convenient. It's a big platform. People have apps on their phone. You know, people use it for other other content creators and other stuff. And uh, it's hard to make a switch, you know, even if you moralistically know that the uh, platform is shit, it's, you know, banning people, it stands for, you know, shitty communist ideas and, um, you know, cancel culture and all the other bullshit that it does. Pedophilia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's one of those deals, you know, it's like. It's totally understandable because a lot of the people I watch are on YouTube as well. But it's like they make it real easy. You know, there is other platforms out there, and uh, there's platforms that are free speech platforms that uh, you know, work better for content creators like us. And uh, one of those platforms is Odyssey. And uh, you know, we we really want to start making a switch um, to Odyssey full time. You know, I mean kind of go the route of uploading videos to youtube but uh mainly doing streams on odyssey because like i said for on a monetary standpoint um it's better for creators uh the way they they handle things is better i mean you don't have to be the big guy you know it's like you don't have to have the max subscribers and whatever else i mean you know people support with uh library coin and stuff like that boosts the fucking show it makes it more visible it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of viewers or a bunch of subscribers you know it gets us out there it exposes us to more people um it just really is a better platform for people like us who one are you know are looking for a free speech type of situation who are going to struggle with strikes and bans from stuff like youtube and uh you know, and, and it also lets us grow our channel because Odyssey is a pretty big platform. I mean, there's sizable people on it. It's, uh, you know, got 10, 10 million users. I mean, it, you know, and being able to expose us and get our startup a lot better than something like YouTube, especially with, like I said, the, the you know, the kind of mechanics that it uses with its cryptocurrency features and stuff like that. And then also... You know, as I said at the beginning of the show, you know, cryptocurrency, um, getting paid in it, getting to sit on it, um, watching it appreciate, um, you know, the initial payment we get from something like YouTube from a monetization, uh, which we probably won't ever get because, you know, same situation X-Cube runs into. It's harmful content, you know. It's it's it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, we're we're just terrible people. So they they would never partner with us to begin with. Whereas, you know, on Odyssey, right from the gate, um, you know, we're already level three on the on Odyssey. You know, we can already receive monetization. We can already, you know, 
support our channel and boost our stats a lot better over there. So, um, you know, we're going to stream on YouTube for the time being, um, but just expect us to start, you know, making our way over to Odyssey and making that the main platform for now. Um, that's 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 kind of where we're going with everything. And then obviously, like I said, we got the RSS up, and you can find us on all our favorite, you know, all your favorite kind of podcasting platforms too, specifically Spotify and everything else. So, but you know, that's just something I wanted to drop because, <clears throat> like I said, you know, getting shadow banned over, um, playing a ten-second fucking clip from a movie, uh, and then nobody seeing our notifications. That's that's bullshit, you know. And that's ten that's not, seconds. You played like three minutes of that. I did not play three minutes. Yeah, oh, I bet you. I bet. I bet it was at least forty-five seconds worth. It was. It was a long clip. It really was. Oh, so it was like forty-five seconds. Oh, who gives a shit? It's fair well. I mean, use. well, and that's the thing. Like, I, I would kind of understand it if you were showing the video, you know. But just the audio that's uh that's pushing it in my opinion you know well, that's, I just, I that's don't... the way i seen it it's not like i'm like yeah. playing the fucking movie on stream it was yeah like a 40 second might have been clip. Looking for a reason i mean it could be sort of something of us to think they, that we're already gathering that much attention that they're just looking for reasons to fuck us up but god knows those blue hairs have enough time on their hands yeah, because I mean, I looked at our analytics, and I mean, we've—it's like seven hundred and twenty something views this this month alone, and which isn't big for a lot of people. But I mean, for a small channel like this, uh, you know, yeah, it's pretty big. It's kind of an, an attention that kind of got up yeah. real quick, and the fact that we're already getting, you know, small shadow bands and all this other shit. I mean, obviously, I think the uh, notifications went out tonight. But that's also because I trimmed that clip and fought the fucking copyright. So, uh, you know, yeah. that. but it's like they're going to do that right away. I mean, we need to look at other platforms. And I, like I said, Odyssey is the way to go. It's just the best for content creators like us right now. There's no other platform out there that does it as good. Fauci uh, came out in the headline that I saw today and said that he does not expect any lockdowns, which tells me get ready for lockdowns. Yep. Yeah. I mean, people just having conversations with people out in the world, just around here. I mean, people are already scared of the Delta. Yeah. Well, my, you know, my cousin Sue that is an avid listener of the show. Um, she sent me kind of a cryptic message earlier and, uh, it said, uh, well, I was talking about how, how we were, uh, I sent her the RSS feed and said, you know, I got, yeah, we're moving up in the world. And, uh, she's like, yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, she says before shit gets crazy again, things are weird here. And I was like, well, why do you say that? And she says, I'll message in a bit. Somebody just stopped over. Um, but I, I, I mean, for her to say something like that uh, about things getting weird, uh, that's like she's really noticed something going on. And she she lives in uh, the Knoxville area, Tennessee, or somewhere in that area. But um, yeah, she's, she's not the type that would just mention something. 
So uh, she's obviously seeing something, something out there, and I don't have the details on it yet. Hopefully, she'll uh, she'll get back to me pretty soon with all that. But um, there you go. I I actually went. We had a family reunion yesterday, so I was in three states: West Virginia, Virginia, and then Tennessee. Um, I didn't really see anything out of uh, out of the ordinary. I was wearing um, the Hodge Twins uh, social, socialism distancing shirt and yeah. uh, had a lot of people comment on it when I was out. And uh, a few people kind of like see it and snicker and stuff like that. Uh, that shows me that, you know, and these were all people that were not wearing masks or anything like that. So that, you know, there's a, a good bit of support on uh on our side gives me a little bit of hope but well, so many long runs have yes. had e fuck enough of this shit there's gonna be yeah a lot more pushback this time than there was last time i don't um i hope but, so. you know I, I i don't have that much confidence in the general public and i feel like they're just gonna steamroll us any fucking time they feel like it mm-hmm. everybody's just gonna go along with it until it's normal to them and Oh God! It just already is like, how do people see that they're going to fucking do this every goddamn year? There's no reason for them not to. They can just keep coming up with random shit to be afraid of to continue yeah. their. Oh God! It's ah, and being where I am, man, I'm surrounded by it. There is no. Oh God! There's even the dive bar that I drink at, which is primarily Republicans. It's still the same mask bullshit. People are still going and getting their shots and wondering why they got sick and then explaining their COVID symptoms when they had COVID and they're all different. And they always like, Oh, my COVID was like this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my COVID was like this, blah, 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 blah. And it's just random symptoms. They just play just like different types of flu that they got Mm -hmm. tested and came out positive. And they think they're like survivors of some war. Everything's COVID now. I mean, irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, look you at break, the statistics. You break, yeah, you break your leg and you have a cast on it. Though that's just the type of COVID, I guess, that you got. It's that new variant. I kind of um, wanted. To, I kind of wanted to touch real quick on weirdness, you know, because because you you know you were saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've I've noticed some fucking weirdness in my area. Um, and one uh, one thing I'll comment on directly, and it was kind of a. To me, it almost seemed like a telltale that something weird was going on. It was that uh, I remember Monday this week, you know, coming back after the weekend, getting out on, getting out to work, and driving around town and noticing it was like a fucking ghost town for some reason. You know, it, it reminded me of like when the lockdowns first came out. Where that was know, great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was nice for traffic and stuff, and it was also nice when I had to do a lot of road work. Um, you know, for my job, yeah, right. you know, not having all that heavy traffic all the time. But I, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, this is kind of weird because, like, I, I haven't heard anything about, you know, new lockdowns yet or anything like that. I mean, not nothing official. You know, there, there's definitely buzz in the air about it. But it, it was like, it just reminded me of the, this, you know, just like at the beginning of the fucking lockdown period and you know tuesday comes around i'm like what the fuck man like there's barely anybody driving around right now you know it's just like the only thing i think of is is there actually people just just out you know are they are they saying that they're fucking 
sick, that they got COVID, that they got whatever, and they're just staying home from work, or, I mean, what the fuck's going on? And, I mean, it seemed like traffic picked up a little bit by the end of the week, but, man, it it, it was seriously, man, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it was pretty fucking dead most of the day, it seemed like, even on busy roads. Hmm. That was just really odd to me. I'm... I haven't seen anything around here. Um, the town I'm working in is poorly designed, and they have a number of roads that are under construction. So as soon as four o'clock hits, that motherfucker's gridlocked end to end. And it took me 45 minutes to do a two-minute drive the other day. Um, I'm really looking forward to when all these liberal assholes get too terrified to leave their house again, and I never have to deal with that again. <laughs> just live in fear forever uh, life I isn't for cowards jesus christ i definitely like the uh the reduced people man the other good yeah. part about it the other good part about it too is there's all those people staying home and man there's this like rich neighborhood area that we drive around you know and it, there's just all these fucking hot trophy wives everywhere running with like you know, sports brawls and short shorts on everywhere, and like getting their exercise on, and that was just like in full force during the uh, the lockdown. They're just all out everywhere, all the time, every every time of the day. It, it was pretty I've, nice. <laughs> I've noticed prices on things are going up. Um, that's one of the things, like especially at uh, I I well. When I went to North Carolina on the 4th, I stopped at a uh, a Love's truck stop in Virginia. And I had grabbed a monster drink in there. And uh, it was $2.29 maybe. I mean, it wasn't like a, a crazy price or anything. They were up to $2.79 at this same truck stop in Virginia. Um, so uh, <clears throat> I'm seeing prices gradually increase on things too. And I don't know if that's because of a kink in the supply chain, if it's inflation or <clears throat> what it is. Uh, hamburger meat is something else that I've noticed that, that has skyrocketed over the last couple of weeks. So and we uh, can never be sure if it's intentional uh, yeah. if it's just a side effect i mean i know you have enough examples in history when there's been like the gas shortage in the 70s all the tankers were just parked right off the coast waiting for whatever the fuck i forget the reason behind it but the gas was there there wasn't a fucking shortage they just weren't yeah they just weren't delivering it well and another thing like you know you had mentioned right before the show um they didn't do anything about the uh moratorium on evictions right so dude that could uh that's nuts. That, in my opinion, is a hundred percent intentional. And now, oh, like you were saying, that, that I don't, they, I don't see accidents. <laughs> no, they, they want to go. And you know, I, I even saw AOC over the weekend um, giving a, um, you know, a little soundbite. And man, she was raising hell. And I hate to say it, but I was agreeing with her. You know, she was saying that look this isn't something that just came up on us overnight. We've known about this for a while yeah. and nothing has been done about it. And now you guys are talking about taking a vacation or wanting to yeah, go they on did. break. Yeah. Six weeks. See yeah. ya. So taxpayer so, uh, funded. Yep. 
So what's going to happen now? You know, and, and there is money, $30 billion maybe was a number, maybe it was 45 billion or something, but it was supposed to go for like uh, emergency uh, rent or, or some, some type of help. But the problem, like only uh, like $4 billion of that or something, maybe, maybe I'm getting my numbers wrong, but Anyways, just a small percentage of it has actually been dealt out by the, the local governments that they're giving it to. So I don't know what the holdup is there, but the money's not getting to people. And I mean, it's, it, dude, we are in for a worst ride. Dead. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the initial what, round of stimmy checks, um, the, enough was given out to give every, every household 40,000 bucks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which that would have solved it. Like everybody mm -hmm. would have had a good year. The yes. economy would have been okay because everybody would have kept buying shit. I think mm -hmm. you give forty thousand dollars to somebody who makes, you know, fifteen a year. They're sure. spending all of it. They're spending 100%. all of it. Um, but Jesus, uh, if you want, if you want to get, you know, ten cents back on your dollar, hand it to the government and let them hand it back to you. If or uh, a cent, or what dollar would probably be, <laughs> you know, the the response you should expect. They're just the worst at handling money. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it, and then they talk about, it's like, oh, this next thing costs $1.6 trillion or whatever. We're in, the, we're in the trillions of dollars of spending. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, they were arguing over millions of dollars and then it was mm -hmm. 100 million, hundreds of millions of dollars and then it was billions and then hundreds of billions and now we're in the trillions. Yeah. What's our money worth? How much? What couldn't you buy with $1.6 trillion? I feel like- Yeah, exactly. You know, and you one could, of the You could things... buy countries- for that yeah, that they were so worried about was like if they did give that money to us you know the forty thousand dollars was inflation and they they talk oh i mean prices would just go up yeah. if everybody else has got that money in their hands well guess what prices are going up anyways when people have nothing in their pockets right now so yeah yeah, yeah. how is that not intentional how do you guys i mean you could foresee the future on other things and you didn't see this coming you know the the, the same thing with the amount of money that they were giving out uh with uh unemployment to people you know they i mean these are people that are making fifteen thousand dollars a year and then they automatically go up to where they're making thirty five thousand dollars a year on unemployment you think yeah. they're going to go back to work no yeah. no the republican governors for some reason uh foresaw that and you know had issue with it and spoke out about it but you know it's like oh well, well you know they just deal with the problem whenever it comes so this is um this is well thought out. It's it is no accident at all. There's there's no accident in this. Um, what I don't understand is why sinister purpose. Yeah, we keep electing the officials that we keep electing. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we don't. We we don't. But um, yeah, well, I mean, there's no evidence of uh, you know, we can't talk about that. Yeah, there's the whole widespread, widespread, but yeah, <laughs> but man, it's, it's, uh, I'd, uh, people just need to realize that politicians do not have our best interests at heart. It goes back to, to what they're doing, uh, with the vaccines and, and everything medically right now, name one time that our government has cared about our health. I mean, you look at the stuff that, that's legalized right now, alcohol, tobacco, all this other stuff. They do not care. They're not going, 
do uh you know i mean desperate just not desperate measures but i mean they're they're not going out of their way to outlaw any of these things that that kill people uh and i mean kill hundreds of thousands of people a year um uh, but scapegoat for other shit but yeah but now they uh they care all of a sudden they care no uh, what, but what did they tell uh, your octogenarian fat diabetic ass to go outside get some fresh air and a little bit of exercise that would have you know, the best thing they could have done they no. still have not told people to start taking a multivitamin and a multi-mineral and uh, uh, start eating fresh foods. Go out and exercise. Not a peep. It's but, uh, yeah. the way that we're going to fix this is with pharmaceuticals. That's the only way to fix this. Everybody really has to certain. have pharmaceuticals. But they, they, what they did first was they created this giant umbrella for diagnosis. This the coof, which could be yeah. fucking anything because the you know PCR tests are not tests and they're not intended to be used this way. Yeah, and what that, that what they did next was they outlawed treatment. So if you get diagnosed, right. you're not getting treated. I mean, they'll throw you on a respirator, but no, you're, there's no nobody's taking even basic medication to try to get these people to, you know, something you give for the flu or uh, pneumonia or any of these other things that are being misdiagnosed. They're just ending treatment, and you go on a respirator, mm -hmm. and then they're waiting for the big fucking savior jab to come out and help everybody. But they're still relying on that. They're still not treating people who are have you know are diagnosed with this. Yeah. And I, how many people have died from being put on a respirator? Fucking all of them. The majority of them. There's, I mean, the percentage of coming off a respirator is extremely low. I, had, uh, I heard a doctor say it's nine out of ten, and that's high. Yeah. I, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's right. usually yeah. ten yeah. out of ten. Yeah. Um. I, don't, I don't, don't come have, off of respirators. Sorry. Nine out of 10. Do not. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, I don't have an answer for why they haven't come out with something like, you know, they got Tamiflu. Why don't they have Tamavid out now? You know, it, it looks like there would be other, uh, with treatment, you can't have uh, emergency. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's that. I mean, that, that, that is what it boils down to that nobody else is coming up. I mean, you would think that with as many pharmaceutical companies that are out there, somebody would be coming up with treatment um, because that right there is an opportunity to make billions, but no, we have the big four that we're in it to begin with. And two of those four, because they're not MRNA, um, the, the the two that aren't mrna have been shot down you know they yeah they went they up for pretty hard right out of really the, hard right of you know and that was um i mean they were it was the blood clots with uh j and j and uh which, astrazeneca which, right all the other ones seem to be causing exactly and that's the thing that's <laughs> that's what i mean they're they're all doing the same if not worse things on top of it like pfizer um and a lot of these things are being covered up um, or it, what they, well, we've got the medical mis and disinformation uh, squad that's after everybody now too. And I think it kind of goes back with what I was saying earlier about the, how Facebook had flagged uh, the CDC post 
well, they were, you know, oh, this could be COVID misinformation when it was a post from the CDC. And all those misinformation things say, if you want the information, go to the cdc.gov and, and get your information from. Well, look or, at all the YouTubers who got fucking bans yes. and strikes for quoting CDC statistics. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Or so, how they spun that only 6% of COOF cases were just COOF. Yeah. And that's like 5% yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, yeah, they, they're, but they, that got spun in the public more than it did. The, well, I mean, yeah. they started... Q anon is misinterpreting this data. It's like I don't I didn't read Q. I right. read the CDC website. That's what they fucking said. And 95, if not more percent of people don't read Q. You know, it's uh it's a small amount of people. Like even even with this dirty dozen that they've talked about, uh and I know maybe maybe four names that are on there. You know, and I'm not seeing if they're the ones that are causing 60 percent of mis or disinformation on on the web. Why am I not seeing more of it? RFK. He's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That guy's not a disinformation agent. (laughs) I'm surprised Dale Bigtree's not on there. Um, But, you know, uh, Bigtree has not been wrong on basically anything that, that he is come out and said on the high wire or anywhere else uh, that he's been um you know I mean, he, once he, these people call somebody a liar safe bet is that they're telling the truth exactly it's, but you know big truth because they had, refer uh, to themselves they, he's had tons of i mean everything that he uh goes off of is just straight documentation from these authoritative sources yeah you know right, it's, it's, Authoritative you know, sources. Brian Stelzer. Brian Stelzer. Stelzer. Dude, I love. Did you see the the video clip of the guy that just clowned on him? And then he's like, "Well, what are you even doing on here?" And he's like, "Well, I'm I'm a book salesman." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Selling my book. Oh man, that, that, that guy's guy, hate us. Dude, fuck Brian Stelzer. I know, the way he like laughs uncomfortably and tries to turn him getting his ass handed to him into a joke it's just pathetic oh you're such a kidder i meant yeah. every fucking thing i said <laughs> alopecia testicle <laughs> oh boy but mainstream news is just fucking embarrassing the amount of it that i end up consuming i mean it's different when you're aware it's all propaganda it's just it's head shaking it's hate consumption we got to keep track of the propaganda, man. We got to we got to just be surprised at what people are believing nowadays. Which that's ultimately that's what it all is. Just like, how are people buying this? I mean, less and less every day. Oh, I had a moment at work. My electrician, we were talking, and um, uh, you know, I was getting into how twelve of the eighteen guys that were involved in the wolverine watchmen whatever the fuck and that you know hey friends how do you feel about kidnapping situation Mm -hmm. we're feds and he was like really wow that's not how the news is spinning it at all how do you trust any of it you you can't it's all lies (laughs) you just can't they're just making shit up it's propaganda he was like hey hey, kid you want to do a terror (laughs) yeah but he like my dad and i were in agreement because my dad knows some shit too so we were just doing the back and forth and he was like, huh. He like walk away. He walked away 
he looked like he had something to think about. He just didn't reject it immediately. He was like, huh. So I think I might have might have converted somebody to the light. <laughs> but yeah, it's all propaganda. Just don't look. Just don't look. Oh, you Simpson yeah. fans out there. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, I got the I got the Open Bears website up over here, and uh, just really quick, the manufacturer and deaths. You got Pfizer at eighty one hundred, Moderna at three thousand, and then you know Janssen and Janssen or Johnson Johnson at six hundred thirty four. They are by far at the bottom compared to the the MDNA to avoid algorithms <laughs> algorithms. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I just don't understand how, you know, I guess I do understand, but at the same time, it's like you, you, you won't talk about vaccine deaths, but you'll, you'll push a, the coof narrative to the end of time. Mm-hmm. It's clearly they, they want as many as they can because they're not shutting it down. It's just like, it makes me think this is the end game scenario because they're just, you know, they don't give a shit anymore. They don't care about public opinion. They've got their loyalists and fuck everybody else. We'll see what that turns into. Yeah, I felt like an asshole the other day at work because uh, one of the one of the dudes I work with is like, "Well, I want to go to Florida and I'm gonna fly on a plane and I gotta get my second shot." And I was just like, "Well, I hope you don't fucking die, bro." <laughs> he said that to people. <laughs> I was like, it's Lucky always shot. on the it's die. always on the second shot. I hope you don't fucking mm-hmm. die. I don't know why you'd take that shit, especially being, you know, in your early twenties. Like it just makes no sense. It's like you you have less of a chance from dying from. Well, I'm just gonna call it the flu because that's all it is. Or pneumonia. It's like it's funny how the 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 flu statistics got completely replaced. Uh, yeah, how care. people. Like I, I know people who saw that just thought it was ridiculous that it, you know, it they know what that was, but some people just don't. Yeah, care. centuries, centuries of uh of of the flu, you know, it's been around for most of human history. All of a sudden, just uh, it doesn't exist when 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 the coof is out. Like, I got it. It's just every step of this, the narrative has changed to support their bullshit, and when, you know they feel like it's falling apart they'll just come up with something else like a variant or uh Mm -hmm. long haul or asymptomatic carriers or uh what's it what's it uh, breakthrough cases um all of these terms have just uh been created to back up their bullshit none of of that none of those things are real (laughs) i think asymptomatic spread has been like Uh, that's the biggest one for me you know because they can yeah they can blame it on anybody then yeah you know that's oh asymptomatic ah yeah and for people to buy into that like i've said man i don't wake up in the morning and say i feel perfectly fine and then go to the doctor you know and hey doc you know like if something's wrong with me here my symptoms and he says okay well you know uh, i'm going to diagnose you with this yeah, when I don't Fair remember enough. ever getting a flu test when I had the flu. Yeah, I mean the the, the symptoms were telling. 
Yeah, that's another thing, man. The doctors just don't want to give out tests. Like, you know, I, they cost 200 bucks. Exactly. They're not going to, they're not going to give me an x-ray. If, you know, if I just go in and say, I think that my arm's broke, he's going to be like, well, why do you think that your arm's broke? And I'm like, I, I don't know, but I think I need an x-ray. He's, no, we're not, we're not going to tie up a machine, waste money for you. Um, but that's what they're doing with, with this, you know, uh, go ahead and stick this swab up my nose and uh, see if I'm sick or not. I need you to tell me that if I'm sick, if I'm going to harm somebody else, that's, that's what this is. Stick the swab, stick the swab up my butthole. Jesus. Yeah. Just take a shit. Oh, on God. The floor. Well, yeah. And remember when they were talking about doing the anal swabs, you know, was I, China just that was a big fuck yeah. you, America from China. I know it. See if these assholes will start doing this. Let's see if you'll just start sticking it in your ass. There you go. Yeah. I, Last x ray I got actually pretty quick when you go in and tell them it's like, hey, I was in a motorcycle accident a week ago and I got a hematoma on my hip that goes about to my knee. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll get you right in there. But I mean, fuck! I couldn't. I couldn't even believe. Like, why would uh, something that affects your respiratory system? You know, it's like, what? What? What's the reasoning behind sticking a swab up your fucking asshole? You know, I mean, something that's, that's it, so contagious, you should just be able to spit into a goddamn cup, and yeah. breathe onto a piece of paper, so it's scraping the exposed part of your brain in the back of your nasal cavity. It's like Sergio in chat. Yeah, a virus so deadly you need a test and now you have it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's been, that's been out. That's a good one. I mean, it but really, even just the point zero one percent mortality rate or whatever it's been lowered to now, that's enough to scare people to, you know, allow these assholes to shut down the goddamn planet. I mean, there are riots going on all over the place. We're back to riot planet. Like where we were before the whole lockdown thing happened. But at least the French are rioting over something I can agree with instead of their, you know, state sponsored retirements getting fucked up or whatever they're pissed off about in the first place. So what you get with socialism, pussies. Like I've said it before, man, I mean, you know, I would I'd be more apt to take shit like this serious because there's a historical precedence for pandemics and and issues, you know, that wiped out, fuck the black death wiped out the majority. It was, it was crazy. I mean, it was like, it was like 70 plus percent of the entire human population at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, you know, if I, if I saw people dead all over in the fucking streets and people with cards screaming, bring out your dad, You know, I'd 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 start to think, yeah, there, there's uh there's an issue here. But I mean, still to this day, I mean, I hear stories on the internet or whatever, but it's like the people I know that's had the coup, uh, you know, they they it's been like a sniffle, a cold or whatever, and they're made to stay home from work and codlock fucking everything and their business and everything, uh, you know, else cause all kinds of fucking problems because they got a sniffle. And I, I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, I know even, even, you know, my old man's had a bunch of issues with this shit, you know, just like people getting reinfected over and over again. Nothing's really that wrong with them. And I mean, it's you just hold up all kinds of work progress because of it. And fantastic. it's just fucking nonsense. And that's yeah, the thing. Spend you through 45 cycles. Hey, guess what you have? Everything. Even hysterical pregnancy. (laughs) And you're a male. Yeah. 
Well, but, Mr. Burns had it. I'm just going to throw in as many Simpson references as I possibly can tonight. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's it's just crazy. And and then the fact that you know we've said it time and time again, the guy who created the PCR test Jerry said Rose. it ain't said it ain't for that. You know, it ain't that's based not motherfucker. It's not what it was designed for. And uh, hated Fauci. Yeah, a good reason. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so it's like they don't they don't even know if if these are real uh, positives or not. You know, for the most part, I would wager that most of the shit's just reading other things. Well, now they're coming out admitting that that they weren't able to tell the difference between you know the flu and coof and. You know, we talked about that last episode, the new testing company that's you know Bill Gates is involved in. So where they're going with that, I have no idea. But we pretty they have to throw out all the numbers up until this point. Apparently, uh Californian tigers get the coof too, according to yeah. Sergio. So do you know Zimbabwe pawpaws. Whatever yeah. fucking country that was. And goats. It was like Nigeria or something like Not, that. Just, just yeah. swab like fruit and pieces of meat, and then that's it's COVID. It's like yeah, that was a, one of uh, that was one coke. of the guys who got, you know, off assassinated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody did a coke can. Also, it may have been that same guy. Uh, he was a fruit. he had like a doctorate in chemistry. He just wasn't buying it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to plant a pawpaw tree here. My fucking cat. Dude, your cat's heinous. Like, it, it's just, he's always doing crazy shit every show. It's because I'm talking and he just goes nuts. You know, a lot of the day he's just hanging out by himself, but he's just hearing me talk for hours and he it's, it's, freaks it's, out. It's three o'clock in the morning. It's time to tear everything up in the fucking house. Like, that's, that's I sleep like the dead. I just wake up to a mess in the morning. What the fuck happened around here? I wasn't that drunk. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I just quickly I was listening to uh, fucking No Agenda today, and yeah, Curry mentioned something about nicotine. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess okay. about uh, like fighting the coup or whatever. Yeah, ba- from what I took from it, he was basically saying that people that use nicotine weren't getting it right yeah and i think Dvorak said that he was going to look more into it but uh curry was saying because uh well, i that would just curry mean it vapes. fucks up the tests and it wouldn't it would like force a negative or something which right all right with me i'll just keep smoking mm-hmm. <laughs> easy lights up i ain't getting yeah. fucking positive keep the train not... rolling yeah, I'm not getting a test. I was never even down with that. They can go fuck themselves with that Q-tip. I mean, I had to for work, but I, I draw the line at the fucking at 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 the the jab. Um, you know, because I like most people know by now. You know, I work in government, and uh, I don't work on federal. But I mean, you know, just the talks in the news right now about you know. Biden wanting a mandatory make federal employees have the jab. It's like that could come to your uh, state and city too. And I don't know how I'll act about it, man. I mean, I'm probably just, just tell them to fucking uh, kiss my ass and walk off. You know, I ain't gonna fucking do it. 
I don't think you should have to force anybody to do shit like that. Yeah. One of your conditions has got to make you exempt. Just figure out which one. There ain't nothing that makes you exempt to the to to tyranny and propaganda. Well, that's yeah. My mom just sent me a meme. Basically, it says it, it it didn't start with gas chambers. It started with one party controlling the media, one party controlling the message, one party deciding what is truth, one party censoring speech and silencing opposition, one party dividing citizens into us and them and calling on their supporters to harass them. It started when good people turned a blind eye and let it happen. And that's uh, exactly what is happening in this country right now. At least they had nationalism over there. Fuck. <laughs> We're doing yeah. Tommy takeover. Just shameful. Being torn apart by people who hate the country and have license to burn it down. They just, wanna, the, they just, they just balance. Want, like, they just want their excuse to move to their new cash cow over in China. Which is yeah. gonna fold on them horribly, I imagine. Yeah. Instead of uh, milking the U.S. for everything they're worth, now it's time to go over to the business of China. America could be this beautiful, well-maintained garden that would produce enough for everybody forever. If it was, it's it's goes. This is beyond insane greed. This is like this is sacrifice. We're being put on an altar. There's some something more than just profit behind all this because you don't like. There's no logic behind it. You wouldn't do this to uh, the most successful, most successful country of all time, if uh, unless uh, you're Satan worshiping pedophiles who, you know, get off on misery. I don't know. They're the lizard people. I'm telling you, man. That dude's right about everything else. Sometimes I, sometimes I wonder. Yeah, um, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of pictures lately of uh, politicians uh, with really, really weird, flappy, fucking mask-looking type shit at uh, uh, their neckline. I, I went through that phase. I've seen some weird stuff for sure. Um, it's hard to think of all of them as digital artifacts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whoever's in charge is definitely inhuman. I don't think much argument could be made about that. But if they're scaling or not, ultimately it don't, doesn't matter. We can treat them the same. Dusty, goddammit, quit playing with your phone. <laughs> oh, I'm going to call you take out. It away like, from you. I'm going to call you out like the teacher in school. Yeah. I'm going to read it in front of the whole class. I'm looking for some articles. Are you now? Mm-hmm. You look for these nuts. Yeah, I was I was hoping to find this one. I didn't open it up, but it was about the moratorium on uh you know evictions ending. Yeah, no, there that's was, gonna there get was a, fucking messy. Uh, yeah, I know, but no, there was a couple that I had read that I didn't save, and uh, I was I was trying to go back through my history, but I think that like I normally look at articles uh, through uh, like Google News or whatever. And it doesn't show up in my history. I guess yeah. it acts like an app. Yeah, it so, just opens them up in the window. 
Yeah. So they just want you on Google. Yeah, nothing's in my actual browser history. And I use like Samsung internet browser or whatever for the phone. So I can't can't find anything that I'd, I had read last night or today. But <clears throat> that that could be the that could be the start of conflict. The, the, this is it, it is um, one thing I was going to say earlier too. Um, my uncle drives a truck and where we went down to the family reunion, um, we had stopped and ate breakfast with, uh, you know, my cousin and his dad and everything, uh, yesterday morning and, uh, him and his wife are partners. Um, but apparently they've drove out to, uh, California the last couple trips that they made, but they were talking about like, once you get out of Donner's pass and right into California, the amount of homeless camps that are out there that they've saw lately. It's like all of and, Los Angeles. Yeah. But they were saying that it is insane seeing them in, in person that like the, uh, the pictures just do not do them justice at all. Um, that they are massive and they're just along the side of the road, like as far as you can see. And, uh, if that's already going on, you know, I mean, imagine what's going to happen with, I don't know how many people, um, this was 6 billion affect. renters, 6 billion or million, million, million. <laughs> <laughs> out of 340 or 60 million people here, but no, this dude, isn't that, the budget for foreign. Now you know, is that just gender training? Is that just renters or everyone? That's affected? just renters. Okay. Then so there's another number for uh, mortgage families holders. And, oh, well, no, I'm talking about like families, individuals. I mean, uh, are we yeah, talking about that might have one just been, renter with 10 people in the house? You that know, might have been rentals, um, not right, you know, right, occupants. Yeah. So, dude, that's scary. And, um, oh, I got it. It's awful, awful funny that it's, it's, uh, coming up in the months right before winter because you know a lot of these people one the court systems are going to be tied up now dealing with uh these landlords taking the people into court and most states give you 30 to 45 days uh to evacuate the premises once they do a ruling on you um so it's going to be winter time for the majority of people when they're they're getting kicked out of their houses um does that have something to do with the dark winter that they keep talking about? And I think Biden had already said earlier that he expected this winter to be that dark winter or had mentioned it early in his term. So they're going to freeze the questions death. I they're going to freeze the death from the coof. At least they won't be up in my state. Winter is a saving grace. It keeps our homeless population low and transitory if not yeah in a morgue well i mean i i really do worry about the people uh, you know new york and and up your way if i mean if if the people are getting kicked out of their homes what if they don't have vehicles to uh to migrate down south somewhere the money or the means or anything you know um well i i really think that we'll see uh uptick in suicides an uptick just in uh overall deaths people freezing to death uh starving to death uh i mean it's family killings yeah yeah that's it yeah i could 100 see that um people are going to lose their shit 
they're going to get frustrated. They're going to be overloaded. Um, and I could see people taking out their frustrations in that, that type of way, you know, or if, if it's not out of frustration, you know, in, in some, uh, sick and twisted way, it's, it's out of, uh, like a mercy killing, you know, that, well, I can't support the family that I have now, so I'm just going to take them all out. Uh, some some kind of scenario like that. Uh, I don't know. Well, part of me wonders if it's not, you know, completely calculated in the sense of, uh, you know, they've, they've been pushing for, obviously, extreme gun uh, bans and laws and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you, you put somebody at their absolute fucking limit where they snap and they go out and do something like you're saying, you know, and you start seeing cases of it rise up all over the country. That's just, a, that's, that's just another excuse. You know, it's like, Oh, Yo, look yeah. at all these, look at all this violence. Mm-hmm. Look at all this gun yep. violence. Like we got to get rid of the guns. And it's like, really yeah, it's, it's, never address root problems. They always go, you know, whatever fits their narrative. Yes. No, the kid on SSRIs is an Adderall and, and that's been like molested 40 fucking times and whatever that shot someone up. It's the gun's fault. You know, yeah, it's the gun's like, fault. Let's sue the gun manufacturer. That makes sense. Our manufacturers get sued when somebody gets into an accident. It's, it's a factory flaw. Oh, just, it's getting fucking ridiculous, man. I, the end game of this is going to be nightmarish. And, you know, I feel like we're almost there. I don't see how we could take another year like the hit that last year was. You do that again, man. You know, how many people are going to be facing ev- eviction in 12 months from now? Are we going to do this all over again? Prep now, What's going to be left? Get your Get your go bags together. Your fucking mm-hmm. bug out bags, get your goddamn food supplies, get your water supplies, get the tools, start building it up now if you haven't already been doing it. It's it's late, but it's never too late. But they're still on the shelves now, but I highly suggest um I mean there there's clean water sources where I'm at. Um water that I know is hundred percent safe to drink, but for people, especially in cities, I suggest in buying uh, life straws if you don't already own some. Um, yeah, I do too. So they they are uh, amazing. Um, also, if you're in a city, you're probably already dead. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Those like, are gonna be meat grinders. I've been waiting to see that for a while now. Yep. Sorry to tell you, but in a shit hits the fan situation. Mm-hmm people live in the city it looks pretty grim for you yeah i'm not uh disclosing the location of the small little town that i'm in but uh one of my neighbor's kids he was in visiting his uh dad i guess a couple weeks ago and uh, i'd walked out to the car it was like one in the morning and he was walking out to his and we got to talking because he he also had uh had the cooth and uh I was asking him because he had it back around uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, I remember my neighbor had called me and uh, they were out of the house. And she's like, hey, I just want to warn you. I don't know if you've been around Trey or not, but, you know, he's he's got it. And that's, you know, he's at the house. And I was like, oh, yeah, there had been some like weird stuff going on there because, like I said, I live on a dead end street. So if I'm gone, my neighbors will watch my house, even, you know. 
they kind of know my routine and schedule and, and the same with them. Um, I watch their stuff for them. If somebody's screwing around that don't need to be, you know, you uh, tell them to piss off. But uh, I had saw his truck there and he's living up in Ohio somewhere now, but it was, it was late at night. It was, I mean, not super late, nine thirty, ten o'clock, but you know, that's when it's getting dark early. And I saw a light on in the very back room, but uh, the front door was wide open and I'm like, man, this is just odd. And then I, I kept coming back out and checking and eventually they, he had shut it, but I was telling him about that. You know, I was like, yeah, dude, I didn't know what was going on. And, uh, he's like, dude, I felt like death. And, uh, but you know, he felt bad for, for like two days and, and, you know, the, it was the worst of it. And then he, uh, he started getting better, but I mean, he did say it took a couple of weeks like to get a strength back and everything from it but mm. he said overall it wasn't bad i mean he he thought he had the flu is what you know he and, did uh, yeah exactly i was yeah he did but he was telling me that you know some of the guys that he works with i guess that they live more like in a city type area but um they were talking about a shit hits the van scenario and what they would have to do and he said that he's coming back to west virginia and uh, he named off all the stuff that I typically name off. Like, you know, like I said, we got four water sources coming out of the mountains around here. There's one way in, one way out of the town. Everybody here has uh, weapons, uh, tons of ammunition here. Um, there's a creek in my backyard that's filled with trout. And then there's uh, wildlife everywhere. And you can forage too certain times of the year. I know the uh, chicken in the woods is uh, growing right now. I'm thinking about harvesting a bunch of that and dehydrating it and uh, putting it in bags. I don't know if you have you guys ever had the chicken in the wood woods, big old the mushroom, big mushrooms. Them. Yeah, tastes like chicken. I mean, they're they're plentiful. Um, you could dehydrate them and then rehydrate them, and they plump up. Um, so I mean, decent source of protein. But I mean, you're you're able to live. Uh, comfortably up here i guess i guess i could say comfortably um i'm sure it, it would take a little while to to get used to not having some of the amenities that we do have you know air conditioning and stuff like that when it's hotter but i mean you'll eventually acclimate and uh adjust to it but i would not want to be anywhere close to a city no, once once uh, things start getting really bad, so I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm I'm comfortable here where I'm at. I don't I don't know how how it is around you guys, but I mean, like I said, I've I literally have mountains yeah. surrounding me. I could walk into the woods behind my house and never be seen yeah. again. I think the woods. I mean, no, is it like wooded down in your area, or is it more open? Uh, open plains or whatever where you're at i don't know what the landscape is in arkansas uh there's open areas there's forested areas and then there's mountainous areas i mean it, mm -hmm. it varies so i mean you go you go down you know get down going south and man you've got like mount magazine and stuff like that um <clears throat> which i highly suggest nobody go to because you might just uh 
get skinned alive by some meth cook in the in the woods somewhere up there. But uh, good advice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of varies, man. I mean, it's it's a bit higher elevation. There's definitely large national forest areas and stuff. Um, you could disappear in one of those. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about no agenda earlier and uh, talking about nicotine, no agenda was actually talking about Arkansas on the episode as well. Um, did you get that far into it, Hammer? I listened to the whole thing, but I might have missed that bit. Just yeah, they were talking about uh, some some issues that were going on on Arkansas with the, the jab. And uh, they were under fire about something, but they were wondering if it wasn't because Arkansas had sent back a ton of doses that were expired already. Yeah. But I, th I think basically that they're complaining about the, the numbers being on the rise in Arkansas and probably because people aren't taking it down there, but yeah, I mean, they're going after all the red States. Did you see that heat map map that was circling yeah. around? It was like yeah. every red state was full well, since and New York was yellow. <clears throat> since the beginning of this stuff, I mean, you know, they've they've told us that we've had some of the highest numbers in the country. Um, where some of the and when the vaccine comes out, where the, the you know one of the least vaccinated states in the country, and now our yeah. numbers are super high. We were supposed to have one of the highest numbers in the country at one point in time, and I didn't fucking see nothing going on. You know, it's like that's the I, thing. I, I, I yeah, I had people who worked in the medical industry that didn't see hospitals full. Mm -hmm. They were still ghost towns. I mean, this shit is fabricated. I'm sorry. It, it's just it, it's just they're trying to attack states that are majoritively Republican and mm -hmm. won't just run out and take their fucking jab. Like that's that's because I mean a lot of the people in the South, you know, they're a bit more on the religious side and uh i know a lot of people who like get you know mark of the beast vibes from all this shit too so it, it's... yeah that's i don't think that this specifically is the mark i think that something like the the passports uh the rollout of the passports is what it is actually going to be but i mean uh, you know, I, I've told my mom, we've had a conversation about it a couple of times, but I really think that like, I mean, and, and everybody has said that they've even said that back uh, right after uh, the resurrection, you know, when, when Christ said that he was going to be coming back. I mean, the, some of the apostles even thought uh, that it was going to be in their lifetime, but, and everybody said that coming up, you know, um, that all oh, these are the end times, but I can look back in history and I've never saw anything as close to this um, to at least be in the rollout for the mark of the beast. You know, I mean, it'd have to be something you couldn't get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like social security. Right. Right. And social security was only here in the U S you know, so that, right. and that was a number that was just started given to everybody that was born. You didn't have a choice to take it or not this there there is a choice with this um is it going to be an implant i don't know but i mean it, it comes down to being able to bind sell stuff uh and that i just with the 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 passports that they're talking about i really think that 
we are going to have to make that choice in our lifetime. Are we going to take this soon? Are we going to be able to buy and trade or, you know, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I think it's going to be soon. I think it'll be within the next 10 years. Um, Cause this year has went by pretty fast, even though it feels like an eternity, it still went by pretty fast. So I just, I can't, uh, I can't think of anything looking back on history that even comes close to, uh, to this as, as far as uh, receiving the mark of the beast. But I mean, you know, we still have to have an antichrist and uh, I mean, that is if, you know, if we're talking Christianity here um, and he's somebody that's going to be born somewhere in the middle East and he's going to be able to bring the world together. Um, and what better than a global pandemic than somebody being able to come out and say, here's a solution to this. And uh, I really think that all, all this, uh, all this plays a part in, in the, uh, the biblical prophecy, if you believe it that way. Certainly kind of looks like it's playing out. And it, I mean, it doesn't matter if we believe in it because the people that are doing it certainly seem to. They're following some playbook. Yeah. Rubbing our noses in it all along. There's an article open over here uh, that vaccine booster shots for 32 million to begin next month in the UK. They're already rolling out boosters over in britain we'll be i don't know we have we've never been really uh, brought uh forced to the lengths that 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 country's been throughout the whole thing but we'll see when they start showing up over here probably soon after and then we're really gonna see a body count probably mm-hmm I don't know, man. Depressing. Depressing shit. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, I was watching a old Bill Cooper thing the other night, and uh, there was an interview talking about end time shit. And one of the things he was kind of saying was along the lines, um, you know, just, just basically saying, you know, who knows, it, it was along the lines of what Hammer, like Hammer just kind of just said, like, it's like, it, who knows if it's real or if we believe in it, but at the, the, the people at the top, the psychopath yeah. elite, I mean, these people are trying to bring about an apocalypse mm-hmm. and using that fucking, and using revelations as their fucking manual, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's just, it's, it's the manual for them. But I mean, I I don't know, man. You know, I was talking with my friend at work the other uh, the other day, and uh, I was kind of saying like I don't I don't necessarily think the the jab is is the mark, but I think it's a conditioning method. So it's like you know you uh, you get people used to the idea of loss, like as far as like you know. If you don't take this, then you're not going to be able to fly or go to your favorite place. And, you know, you're mm-hmm. not going to get to shop in your favorite store. And they're like, oh, all right, I guess we'll go ahead and do it, you know, and just keep getting them used to that kind of situation. And then 
then you give them the ultimatum. It's like, yeah, now you can take this and uh, or you can go through what you did before. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a conditioning method. I ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, man. Oh, I was just gonna say that's what I said. Yeah, I I don't believe it's the uh, the shot at all. But the passport system that they keep talking about, um, I, I think that's what it's going to ultimately end up boiling down to. That has the the most potential to be uh, to be the mark. Let's say there's something behind all that metal sticking to people. Like, yeah, there's definitely something something with that. Uh, there's a lot of it and it's not necessarily magnetics because mm-hmm. non-ferrous metals are sticking to people it's something something weird's going on well, i saw a video uh friday of someone actually just taking a fucking exacto knife and like cutting into their arm and pulling out a piece of metal a black piece of metal so hmm. could be could be the jab jab could be the mark I would if like they to could know scan how... you just dis- from distance to figure out if you've had it or not. Yeah. It's the mark. It's mm-hmm. the fucking mark. I would like to know uh, how, you know, MRIs, if, if you guys have had an MRI before, um, they're magnetic. You know, they always ask you if you have any metal in your body, you, you know, any type of body jewelry you have to take out. Um, so I, I wonder if there's been any incidents with uh, something ripping out of somebody's body under these powerful magnets on after they've had the jab. Um, I haven't heard of anything, but I haven't looked into it either. So. Just just my alien implants. Yeah. But if they're not <laughs> truly magnetic, there's something else going on. Maybe they're not affected in such a way. Time will tell, maybe, but when... <laughs> Whenever we, whenever we ever like receive the whole story, after yeah. you know, afterward, never we've had to piece it together with your like speculation and ah oh, man, dishonesty. That is the medium of our existence. It's just it's not elephants all the way down. It's lies. Come on, cat. And. Ugh. We need it. Just, I don't feel like there's anything we could do other than watch it. Like there's there's no like target to fight back against. There's no cause to take up. Well, I, I really feel like the uh the population as a whole, like the majority of the people, even though you know you could take a poll of the amount of people that actually distrust the government and the officials. <laughs> like i said they're, they're oh, like 80 percent. oh yeah i mean it, it, it's going to be something outrageous but why do we give them this authority over us is the question because we think they um, already have it i know and and they have zero authority these now elected you ta- officials. now you're talking but, crazy talk now you're gonna get us <laughs> doors kicked in <laughs> but that, i mean that's that's the question that i have you know it's uh is it because they have money that that these sheep just uh, follow along and and go with what these people say? Because they're obviously not the smartest people, um, these politicians. 
So no. I, I don't know. That's just <laughs> that's kind of the question that I have is is why do they let them keep doing stuff? Um, modern then, priesthood by another name they think right they're, you know ordained by god or whatever but, yeah i mean i i look at the the january 6th uh incident and like i've said a million non times a non-event <laughs> it was 100 a non-event um and there you know one of the podcasts that i was listening to the other day they were even talking about the weapons i think it was uh we the people radio that i was listening to but they were saying uh how a uh pen uh, they even consider that a weapon. So when when they say that there were weapons at the Capitol, or somebody had an ink pen in their pocket, that that is something that they would also classify as as a weapon. But or flag they're hyping like that tattoo yeah, necked yeah. glow cop was carrying around. Yep, you guys see those they, pictures? They yeah, but they keep uh, they keep hyping this up, and they they've got the committee and. Uh, just all the stuff that you're seeing on TV here lately with it. Um, and all they're trying to do is discourage us from rising up and yeah. speaking out. Um, there, there really was no force uh, used with this. And in, in my opinion, you know, and like I said, I was, I was watching, I had C-SPAN on the day that it happened. And when they, went over from the chambers to like the the doors of the capitol building it was people coming in they weren't screaming and yelling and like i said i've saw like uh worse stampedes on black friday these people yeah. were falling in in line and they weren't yeah i mean they were a little bit loud but at the same time the halls of that capitol echo you know so you could talk at a normal speaking voice and it's going to be loud but that's all that i heard it wasn't people screaming and yelling and flapping and flailing their arms and acting crazy going in they were still within the the ropes um it was just a non-event to me but the way that these politicians are are uh making this out to be um they're doing everything in their power to discourage people from speaking out and standing up and um, I mean, I'm not even going to get into Second Amendment type issues or anything here. Uh, I mean, we all know what those are. Um, but they they don't want people fighting tyranny. Um, no, that that's what this all boils down you gotta to. Lick the boot as it presses down yeah. on your face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's going to be one of those situations where we all look back in hindsight and go, "Up, oh, well." it's too late to do anything about it now, you know? So that's, uh, that's the position and the situation that we are in. So I, I don't have anything else to say about told it. Told it's too late anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Filing for, you know, what was, uh, who had to file to disqualify the election or something along those lines. It was like, Oh, you should have done it earlier, but you can't do it until it was already too late. Yeah. Something mm -hmm. like boys we hit two hours um oh right i i wanted to bring up you know inner monologues and the npc meme and yeah how maybe yeah. that the reality of that is an explanation for why all this shit just nobody seems to give a fuck and everything just you know 
these evil motherfuckers just get away with anything they do. It's because they have these army, this army of unthinking people that just—it's not that they're just unthinking; they are incapable of uh, like forming complex thoughts or being critical of information or working outside of their like prescribed program. I've never met anybody without an internal monologue. I've heard, I've seen like interviews online with them answering questions and and stuff. Maybe that could be the, the whole fucking root of this is that there's just like this world is full of non-people, you know, computers following a program. So all on board. lost, useless, sick puppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, anybody close to you, everybody out there should ask them if they have an internal monologue. It's a good way to beating out the baddies. <laughs> oh, well, motherfucker. Oh, I fall yeah. asleep. Yeah, we could probably end it on that. My oh, yeah. legs are Otters. fucking cramped. Ugh. Boys, get out there. Go to our Odyssey. Go to our bitch shoot. Get on, get on your favorite search engine and look up Dead Trust RSS. Get the RSS code. Put it in your favorite podcasting app. Get us on every platform you can. Get us out there. Do it now. Do it. That being said, I've been Gnome. I'm Hammer. I'm Dusty. Go with God. Don't take any wooden nickels, fellas. And peace out. And keep your buttholes tight. Peace.